it's frankly disrespectful that this JoJo comes in and thinks she can be JoJo. Like, she will forever be JoJo Siwa. Siwa. You are not the Beyonce of JoJo's. Okay, so <laughs> back the hell off. I don't care where you go to college, you know. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Labor Day special of the Her Life Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Woo, woo. How are you guys cool. feeling? Labor Day, man. It's crazy. I don't believe it. It is Labor Day. It's insane. It's good. It's the weirdest Labor Day because it was the weirdest summer. But I think we made the best of it. On the show, we made the best of it. We put out some great content this summer, girls. Heck yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, that was kind of weird. You're on the same wavelength tonight. Okay, well, let's let's start it right off. We're doing, some of us are doing a happy hour recording. <laughs> Hannah's keeping us professed, which we always appreciate. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I think it's good. It's good. It keeps us all, like, mellowed out. I'll kick us off. I'm doing Susquehanna Brewing Company, a grapefruit shandy, which I think I've drank on the show before. It's a great summer drink. Drinking them all now because the summer's over. This is sad, but we're fine. I am drinking Two Roads Little he- Little Lil Heaven Crushable IPA. Little Heaven. Crush it. And it's cute. Like, look at the colors. So oh, you guys can't see it. But it's green and orange. <laughs> that used to be, like, my bloom color. Really? Yeah, green, green and orange. orange. Wow. Okay. Specifically lime green and um okay (laughs) i just exposed myself okay okay um well i don't have a fun drink but i have a fun cup so i think that makes up for it it is water and a disney mug (laughs) (laughs) and a disney mug like you get at the parks cheers to that you like 35 dollars for that so you better i did free refills baby oh it's rapid refill you know i was slamming back the sodas (laughs) god damn we love this energy (laughs) nothing but water tonight baby yes hannah (laughs) hydration is key ladies yes i love it okay i'm happy to be here guys let's get into some reflections shall we girls i'm excited to do a full like Deep dive on the reflections because we haven't done a full session in a while. All right, Hannah, do you want to <laughs> do you want to kick us off with your H happy? Yeah, sure. So mine's quite simple and kind of silly, but you know, makes me happy. Nice. I just love singing around my house. I put on my like little portable speaker. I blast it to the top volume it goes, and I, I rock out. And I to me, I sound like I'm like the next. I don't even know, like Christina Aguilera. I, I, myself, I'm like, I'm so good, and I'll be belting out like Greatest Showman, okay, like Never ask. Enough. Like I'm like I'm better than her. Obviously not. <laughs> Lauren Allen, like don't don't take it yeah. back. But it just makes me so happy, and I've been doing that a lot lately. So there is nothing like a good jam session. Can I tell you, like in the car? For me, it's the car. Like in the car, I let loose. Like there's nothing stopping me in the world. And it's true. You feel like you are the star of your life. And as you should be. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy for you. That makes me want to sing right now. I know, right? We'll have a, we'll have a sing-along episode. episode. (laughs) I'll go. Okay. This weekend, I will be cleaning my closet. Ooh, as a sign of the, you know, new September, got to clean my closet. And I feel like I just have changed my style a bit uh, since like two years ago, even like last year. So I think it's just time to like toss them. Toss it. It's very refreshing to do a little closet purge. Also just to go through what you got, reinvention, self-expression. It all happens in our wardrobes. I'm happy for you. I have a good happy this week, you guys. I'm so stressed to even talk about it. I'm not going to say much because I will say whenever I ever mention boys, like like real boys in my life, sure. something goes awry. And then I listen back to the freaking episode when it comes out on Sunday and I'm like, God damn it, why did I have to say that? You know what I mean? So I'm nervous to say anything. So I'm going to keep it light and just say that <laughs> I'm very happy and I had a great weekend and I'm feeling alive. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm just going to say a little something, you know, okay. just a little something. I was referring, I was winking at the shandy because there's a story there okay you brought these shandies i did okay i didn't know if that's what you meant i didn't know if it was something more like specific i did like I no, brought... no 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 not specifics at all but okay that's... i brought because this is like pennsylvanian beer which leads to another part of it. i went somewhere <laughs> so um and i brought these as like a token of my homeland and then i just have one more statement and okay. then we can leave it at that <laughs> i may or may not be related to this person that's, I think, why I'm confused. It's like, oh. do I love him or do oh. I want to marry into Emily? Oh my god, I just said Emily. <laughs> okay, I'm your sister. I get it. 
You do this sometimes to me, so like it's okay. I take it as a compliment. No, I do it when I feel most close to you because I go, I'm so sorry. I'm like really embarrassed. I hate when I do that because I know you hate that. It just slips. It's like a slip of the tongue. You have to understand. I've been saying Emily for my whole life. <laughs> and I've only been saying Emma for like three years. That's okay. Oh my we God. love that you're in love. Okay, yes, everybody calm down. Here. That's a lot to say, Emma. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just the thing that we say, you know, like it's not like love, love. It's love like, is in right. the air. Love is the prospect of it. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, knocking on wood. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yikes. I'm so stressed out. Okay, I'm like so red, guys. Guys, it's okay. The episode is so early for me to be this flustered, but it's good. I think that's good to be in touch with your emotions and to just be feeling alive. This sort of relates, not really, but kind of to my excited. So, can I jump into that? Go for it. Okay. So I was away last weekend. Happy weekend. And I'm excited because I'm going to be away this weekend as well. I'm going to be on the island, Long Island, with Allie G for Labor Day weekend. I am so fun. Her friend from high school, Caroline's coming up as well. And we're going to have like a whole girls weekend. She has it all planned. Like, you know, Allie G, she plans to the minute. She has the itinerary shared in a Google Doc for the last month. The girl has got it together. I literally cannot express in words how excited I am to see. I haven't, you know, like we haven't seen, I haven't seen Allie since March when everything happened. I think it was even earlier because she like went home before spring break and then just like ended up home forever. And it's like, oh my God, I'm excited to see her mom and her family. It's her brother's birthday. It's just going to be like such a fun weekend. Oh my God. And like they, I'm just, I cannot wait. I seriously am so excited. We're going to do beach. We're going to do wine tastings. We're doing it all. Like I am thrilled. Fancy. I can't wait. I love that. I'm happy for wait. you. So excited. I hope you Instagram. Oh, sister. There's going to be so <laughs> many. Like, I genuinely, I just can't even, I can't. I photo can't. dump. <laughs> photo dump. Labor Day <laughs> on the island. Who else is excited? Hannah, Hannah, what you excited about? Sure. So my brother um, is fostering puppies, and he just picked them up this past Sunday, I think. They're cute. They're, like, literally, like, three pounds. Like, we've been FaceTiming, like, every single day. Their names are Lainey and Forrest. So they're, like, rat terrier mixes. So if anybody is wanting to adopt them, they're really cute. So I hope to see them this weekend and meet them because, oh, my God. Like, every every time we FaceTime, they're just so – oh, they're cute. They snuggle together. Like, he'll FaceTime us when they're sleeping, like, when they're playing. They're just so cute. So I'm excited to meet them have little puppies in in the fam for a little while we love the puppy love that is so cute i will i will definitely oh that's so sweet laney and forest (laughs) excited for you Anne. thanks emily no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) you're so serious too oh my goodness anyways i'll go i'll do my excited i was inspired by the Danny Moynihan and the Brennan School. Jojo Siwa is at Fordham. Is this true? I have my sources. Because I, I heard a thing that it's not true. It, did she transfer to NYU? That's what I saw. It was like on Barstool. But then I saw I another. Secrets. I could tell you. I'm going to chat it right now. Ooh, Emma has the insights. Oh, I do. Because then today I saw a TikTok. Someone sent me a TikTok that was an email from an RA that was like, the rumors are true. There's a celebrity. Please respect your privacy. Oh, the inside source is coming. This is so interesting. I didn't know she was old. My question, like, will she wear the bows to class? There are so <laughs> many questions that I have. It, like, it, does she get headaches from wearing her hair so oh, tight? Oh, she's going to have a bad receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> like you know she's already losing her hair and she's what like 12 i didn't I'm know sorry, this is mean i didn't know I she was be... old enough to go to college yeah. Yeah, obviously she's 18 years old if she's at fordham university go rams but like wow i mean happy to have her I... jojo all right i'm excited for jojo too to get a college education fordham <laughs> is great just embrace just sad that she like you know the jojo to me is like the jojo and like aquamarine that's true. <laughs> Get out right Get now. Yeah. Like, whatever That's happens. Like, it's frankly disrespectful that this JoJo comes in and thinks she can be JoJo. Like, she will forever be JoJo Siwa. Siwa. Okay, yeah. like, you don't get to be JoJo, period. 
Exactly. You are not the Beyonce of JoJo's. Okay, so take <laughs> back the hell off. I don't care where you go to college, you know. I, I'm with that, yeah. Get yeah. out, leave right now. JoJo's so angsty in her own way. God uh. damn, like that was really a powerful moment in pop culture. I'm happy that you called mine to that. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Of course. Okay. So. I like the energy today, guys. Like, I don't even know. This is like Father's Day special energy. Do you feel it? Like, sometimes <laughs> we just get weird. And that oh, was a great, great episode. This is going to be great. <laughs> I think it's just been a while since we've had the three of us and we just like having a fun, like, lighthearted. Yeah. It's like Labor Day, you know? Labor Day. Labor Day. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. Want to do realizations? Hannah, yes. I'm throwing it to you. Sure. So mine's like can seem a little cliche, but I've been doing a lot of reflecting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so dumb to say. <laughs> no, we love reflection here. Don't insult the brand, Hannah. We love to reflect. The entire no. segment is called her reflections. You hate reflecting. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just like no shit. Like yeah, you're reflecting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. So basically, oh my god. My reflection is you it's up to you to make yourself happy. And I don't know why I thought of this, but it's like it's up to you to like take charge of your own life. Yes, you have your parents and like your friends and everyone can tell you what to do and like support you, but ultimately like you have to make the decision. And I think most of the time, like since I have free time now, it's like I have to do the make the most of it and that's up to me whether or not. And like I can see other people doing things with their time, like and I'm like, oh, like, why are they doing, like, how are they able to do this? And it's like, it's their own choice and like to actively choose to do something about it instead of just like wishing it. So I guess my takeaway is take charge of your life and do as you see fit. Get it done. That's very well said, Hannah. That was very beautiful. beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well, you've been reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> I do like reflecting. <laughs> no. Someone else go. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Emma, Emma, over to you. I'll go. I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the episode, right? So I'll, I'll do a little. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure. We were talking about this with our friend Kevin, but I think like the meaning of September is totally different once you're out of college or even graduate school. Like why the heck not? High school because, or whatever. Yeah. Or high school. Yeah. Yeah. Really Any anything. Mm-hmm. It's just. I don't know. It, it usually September like marks the new school year, starting new, et cetera. But it, you were kind of saying, especially during the pandemic too, is just kind of like. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying like it's just like all one thing. Yeah, now it's just all one thing. It was just yeah. like okay, it's September now. You know? Like the school year doesn't mean anything now. You can't mark yeah. like flip to a new school year. It's just the calendar year, and so yeah. Exactly. And it's weird too. I've been saying to my mom, I was like, oh, I've been feeling very. Like, I'm back in high school because I am home. And I'm like, oh, it's, like, fall, like, September. I was like, oh, like, I would be in varsity by now. Like, I, like, keep marking. And I was like, now it's just, like, September means nothing. And, like, September in school would be like, oh, like, there's so many years, I mean, months until summer Mm -hmm. vacation. And, like, I always, like, hated September because it was like, ah, you know, starting fresh. No, yeah, good point. Good point. It's weird. I think it's – and it also speaks to your point, Hannah. It's like I think now we're all in a position where you kind of need to reframe your own perspective and, like, like, cause for me, I think that's something really sad. It's like, I don't get all the exciting, fun things that I normally associate with September being reunited with your friends and get it like diving into new coursework and like doing all the like fun stuff that I normally associate with September. But it's like, there are other positive things to find. So find them and focus on that, you know? So there, exactly. we combined, bada bing, bada boom. Okay, guys, I have a great realization. I actually have two. Do you want to hear them? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yes. I'm sorry, yes. Okay. My first realization is that I should check how much disk space I have on my laptop before we start recording so that we can finally get through one goddamn episode without having to stop in the middle and for me to delete a bunch of files to be able to finish the recording. This seems very specific. That's realization number one for me. So remind me next week. Until then, I have a second realization. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So I watched a video recently. That was a discussion between Kerry Washington, who I love, I've been doing her yoga on Instagram, and Elaine Welteroth, who we've spoken about before because she is my number one. I would do anything, and I mean anything, to meet this woman. Like, to sit down and have a glass of wine with Elaine Welteroth, I cannot think of anything more. I just, I'm so excited about it. A glass of wine, too. Oh, man. 
You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So anyway, there was a conversation that came up that Hulu did a live stream, I think, of based on the Hulu series Little Fires Everywhere, which Carrie Washington starred in. But Elaine served as the interviewer journalist during this interview. So it was a conversation between the two of them talking all about the show. You guys haven't seen the show based on the book, but my sisters and I watched it early in the pandemic, and it's just so rich with stuff to talk about. I wish I articulated that better because it genuinely deserves like a better description. There's just so many different things you could pick apart about race and class and all different kinds of dynamics that are intersecting. And I think you could have just such great conversations And me and my sisters did. It was interesting to see, especially at the time in the country. It was just a very cool show to watch at that time. So it's cool to see two of my favorite people in the world, Carrie Washington, Elaine Welchoff, talk about the show. And a big part of their segment was talking about all the critical acclaim that Little Fires Everywhere has gotten, especially now that it's Emmy season. Carrie Washington was nominated for a handful of awards for her performance because she starred in the show and she also executive produced the show with Reese Witherspoon. So they just got a lot of well-deserved critical acclaim for all of that. And Elaine was congratulating her and asking her how it felt that it was received so well popularly and critically. And Carrie said something that was very striking to me. And I want to share that with you guys now as my realization of the week. She said she always continues to remind herself that acknowledgement does not equal worth. That the show itself and the work that she's producing is inherently meaningful because of the stories she gets to tell and the conversations that they facilitate, not because of any awards she might be nominated for or anything like that. She said at one point, this isn't Carrie Washington matters. That's not what the award nomination means. It means Black women and Black stories matter, that they are worthy, and that that's where the attention should remain, not on one actress or one show even. And I just thought that was so striking. And I think we can take it in that context and like talk about it and celebrate Carrie Washington for reminding us of that. But I think it's also applicable in any way you want to apply it to. You know what I mean? That you should, the things that you are doing and the projects that are worthy of your time should be inherently meaningful. You know what I mean? I don't think you can't, it can't be an honest pursuit if you're like searching for some kind of acclaim, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that gets lost with all these award shows sometimes. So yeah. putting it into that perspective, it's I just agree. like, it's more than just acting. A thousand percent. And we've talked a lot even on this podcast about how much weight goes behind celebrity and the content that we consume and how it is like facilitating important conversations. So I just think to have that little snippet again from two women who just are, I idolize in so many ways because I just think they're so powerful. And then for them to give me something like this to kind of hold on to was like, oh my God, it's just, I needed it. I'm so excited to share. I'll link that because it was really, really good. I shared it on Facebook. If we're Facebook friends, check it out. Really, really strong. Acknowledgement does not equal worth. Worth equals worth. Okay. Is it time for Swoon of the Week? Oh, yes, it is. Now, Emma, you came up with a brilliant idea for this week's Swoon of the Week. And because it's Labor Day and we're celebrating all the workers of the world, we are doing swoon-worthy occupations. Instead of one particular swoon, we're going to swoon over a specific type of employee, if you will. Emma, you kick us off because it was your idea. I'm so excited. I don't know what it is. I find every single barista <laughs> charming, beautiful, and if they can make a good latte, yeah, you have my heart. You really do. And specifically, I'm sorry, I'm getting heated about no. this. Specifically, not at Starbucks. I like, I get it. I understand it. But like the like the mom and pop shops, like you know, the cute little cafe around the corner. Like they got like the stash going on. They got like the beret like or beret, however you call that thing. What kind of shops are you at? Okay. I don't really know. <laughs> I think maybe just beret? Um, oh, well, yeah, just that's cool. Like a, a like, oh, interesting. I was thinking of fedora. I was confused for a second. Mm. But a beret. A beret. <laughs> it's like that little hat. A beret. Like you like have a, a beret. Hat. Oh no. I have oh, the red hat. Beret. Yeah, that's right. Okay, let me just say a beanie instead of a beret. Okay. They're very different. That's really different. <laughs> I was getting confused. <laughs> I was getting them really confused. I'm sorry. 
Anyways, but if they can just like make your day, like literally they hand you the coffee, you like slightly touch their hand. Oh, like, oh, what's the intrigue there? Like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. And if they know your order. Can I shout out a specific barista that all of us know? Sure. I think, yeah. yeah. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually forget his name, but you all know Phil. who Is it Phil? Yeah. That's Phil! What I, that's what I was thinking of when I saw you write that down. Oh, we do love Starbucks, Phil. Starbucks, Fordham, Starbucks. Oh my gosh, ball. he was the best. See, he, didn't he make your day? He absolutely he did. freaking did. And you're right, like the day he knew my order was oh my, the Or the name, or the name, too. Dear Journal. Like, that was literally me. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I... I think we literally texted each other saying, like, oh my gosh, Phil knows my name. Have you been following his career? On Instagram, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. You should follow him on Instagram. Following. Follow him on Instagram. I'll have to. Oh my god. We're gonna share this with him too. Yeah, tag him. I wonder if he'll remember us. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I say a barista. Yeah, barista, that's a great pick, Emma. Really strong. I'm gonna follow it up with another kind of specific anecdote about my summer. Wanna hear? Yeah. Okay. So there's this house that's being redone on the road that I run on. And there's this landscaping company that is doing their lawn and stuff. And there was like a week that I was like very into running. And I'll tell you why. Because I ran by all those hot guys every day. And we had such a dynamic. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. These weren't respectful men. They would like hoot and holler when I ran by in a way that I should have been offended by. But like, it also gasses you up premium am i wrong like it doesn't feel bad when i'm just like sweaty and running by and they're like hey and i'm like hey is that bad to say i'm sorry i want to be transparent like there's something in me that like gets a little like all right all right i'm doing all right like let me jog a little faster it makes my workouts better no i agree if i see like you know hot landscapers or like like construction, construction. construction. It's, I almost it's a put fine that. Line. It's a fine line because some of them can be really gross and like the catcalling can be completely uncalled for and I'm not endorsing it. I'm not, but there's been a couple times when I would like run and they were like coming to the thing and they would like beep their horn at me. And I was like, man, that beep was for me. I get it because if I like see that in my neighborhood or really anyone, but especially hot guys, I'll like make sure I walk prior to before they see me so that I can make it through running like really well past them and I make sure I'm out of sight yeah and then I could die and have like my lungs fall out but you know what I mean like I gotta look good a thousand percent a thousand so that's where I am I get that it's a little bit like don't come for me I know that you know respect women all of that I'm with that I'm with that but it also feels good to get a like a sometimes So my answer is a landscaper. Shout out to all the hot landscapers getting that summer money. And tan. They get tan. Yeah, like so tan. God damn. All right. I'm so into it. To the landscapers and the baristas, Hannah, now hit us with yours. Okay, so I think this counts. It's still an occupation, but like I am such a sucker for like anything military. Like You are, Hannah. You definitely are. Yeah. When I was freaking out when we were there with you at Fleet Week on all those guys. We were following all those sailors. I just, oof, we live, I live close by to an airport, and so ah, sometimes, you know, military, oh, actually, we just had, there was an air show, and, um, you know, you see the pilots, and, like, the military pilots in their jumpsuits, and it's just, like, oof. Tom Cruise who? Tom. Yeah. Top Gun. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's just, break. No, uniform. There's something about a uniform. I cannot tell a lie, and I think that's a great pick. Thank you. I salute. We salute you to this Labor Day. Thank you for your service. Right on. Right on. Okay. That was a great round. Emma, thank you for the inspo there. Yes. I feel great about this. Okay, let's do a quick little content catch-up. I'll kick us off. I watched Pose recently. Has anybody watched Pose on Netflix? It's a Ryan Murphy show. I think it was on FX. Now it's on Netflix. So fascinating. My friend Zachary told me to watch it. He was like, I binged two seasons so fast. I need somebody to watch it so we can like talk about it. And I was like, all right, all right. I need a new show. It's all about ball culture for the LGBTQ community in New York City, specifically in the 80s and 90s. That's where it's set. 
very cool. Learned a lot about trans women, especially in that time, and learned a lot about HIV and AIDS, that whole epidemic that was happening at that time, which I bring, it was a blind spot in my knowledge. I feel like there, I, there was never a point in school or anywhere that I like learned about it. It was just something that oh, I could really? never. Oh, I, in our health class, we had like a full really? unit on HIV. Nothing. Really? That's surprising. Because I feel like it was just such a blind spot. You know what I mean? Where I would like always get like, felt like I didn't know. And I felt always so insecure that I didn't understand about this big part of history because ultimately that's what it was, you know? And I just feel so much better informed. It was done really, really well. I think Ryan Murphy always does an excellent show. Like every show he's ever done has been spectacular in its own way. But I just think it was such a specific kind of period piece that really taught me a lot and made me genuinely a more empathetic watcher of the show and also just at large like I I don't know I think you can learn a lot because it's like I don't know many trans women in my life you know what I mean and I certainly didn't know any that were existing at the peak of the epidemic so to kind of understand that experience a little not understand personally but to be able to witness it in some way is just a very cool thing that I think like thank you for letting us be a part of that in a way you know what I mean to like understand it more was you said this was a show yes because I remember watching something very, like about ball culture. I mm-hmm. think maybe it was just a documentary in right. my uh, my documentary class I, I took right. in sophomore year. And it was the same thing. Like they went through and it was just very interesting to see a different totally. side of it. Like, yeah, like to learn about all that stuff. So it was very cool. Yeah. Yes. Billy Porter stars in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to just watch him really shine in his role. It was really, really well done. I definitely recommend to anybody who's looking for a new show to really dive into. It's one of those kind of shows where it's like, you feel like you know every single person and your your just heart is so invested in it. And I think that's the best kind of show when you're like, like I miss the characters now that it's over. But that's when you know, you know? I love I'm that. Yeah, to so watch it now. Really, really good. I'm so, I'm so impressed with it. I wish I could watch it from the beginning with a fresh mind. It was one of those kind of shows. So really, really strong. That's my content. That's my content. Em, how about you? Oh, hit me. I told, I don't... All I'm going to say is I told you so. Go ahead. Okay, but I enjoyed the book. Okay, so first of all, I read the book, Normal People, and I really enjoyed the book. I was already at the end of the book. I was like, oh my gosh, that was just so, it was, it's kind of like an easy read, I guess. I mean, to me, it was an easy read, but maybe it's because I was in like that mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a mindset thing with this. For sure. Book, relationships, et cetera. So it's like, ah, but I started watching the Hulu episodes and um I cried myself to sleep the other it wrecked me wait can you explain what uh what it is about I don't I'm not aware I feel like everybody kind of interprets it interprets it a different way but it's basically about these two people they grew up together in high school I would say um and then you kind of get to see their how their lives kind of evolved together throughout the years and a little bit too realistic to me. That's the thing, because they go to college together and you watch the relationship really evolve as each of the individual characters is evolving because that's real life. I think so often we are met with love stories that are, and then they met and they fell in love and everything's great and they both became better people for it. And it's like, right, that'd be great if that's how it always worked. <laughs> that'd be great. I'm not mad at that. I love that. And I'm not knocking those kind of love stories. They fill my heart with joy. I love it. However, it's not real life. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Right, right. Spoiler. (laughs) I think what was so refreshing and why this book was such a hit and now why the series was such a hit is because it's, it's really just a very honest portrayal of how, like, I don't want to say destructive because that seems like too harsh a word, but like, you can really be going through it. It makes you, I don't know, sometimes you're not at the right time to be together and how like heart-wrenching that can feel when like one person's so in it and the other person's pulling away and how you just kind of keep missing each other in the cycle of your life and it's just ooh, like oof it's, it's a lot like it's a lot but uh I don't know I I guess I enjoyed the book more than the Hulu movie the uh, Hulu episodes the yeah. Hulu I don't, I have to like slowly watch that. <laughs> That's that you can't, I really, I've never heard a single person who could binge that show because it, you would be distraught. Like I really, you have to space. I couldn't, I could not, I'm not being dramatic. Like I could not finish. I had to stop for my mental health. I could not finish the show. I couldn't do it. Wow. Well, you kept telling me that you're like, please stop. Please but you know stop. what I mean? Like now you know what I mean, right? Like there's something about the cinematography, about the soundtrack, even like everything about it is just so like overwhelming to your emotions. <laughs> 
Um, well, I've been watching, obviously, Below Deck Med. A lot's been going on in that show. I, it was, like, very hard for me because a lot has happened where I'm, like, uh, you know, like, it's, like, there's a lot of episodes kind of left, and I'm, like, uh, but... There are so many left. Which makes me feel sad because I love Below Deck series as a whole. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this week, by the way, Rachel? I didn't watch this week, no. Okay, so I won't tell you who comes back. I already know. Um, oh, okay, wait. She came back last week, right? Aisha. So, hopefully... I don't know. Uh, I feel like yeah. I stopped her, like, manner. Like, she's just so, like... <laughs> well, it's funny, because, like, Jess makes fun of her for it. Oh, I bet. Jess is um, not going to be into her. No, she's really not. But, yeah, I've been watching that. We've been watching Suits on Amazon. Good stuff. Did you watch Suits? Megan Markle, of course. Megan Markle, yeah. We're on uh, the last season, so. I didn't make it that far, but can can I say one kind of raunchy thing? Yeah, go for it. The sex scene in the library. Oh. Oh, my God. Every time that she did that, we're like, is the queen watching this? No. I was thinking it's so crazy. It's so crazy because it's like, how is that allowed? But also, like, those are particularly saucy scenes. It really so is. Saucy. We're all like, oh my god, like, is this why she left the show? It's like, a hot scene. It truly is. Very hot. Um, like, they have some good, sweet. good for that guy. Like, good on that guy. He's married to the girl from Pretty Little Liars. Wait, which one? Spencer. Uh, I don't know why I asked that. I didn't watch that show. <laughs> oh my god. Anna, <laughs> hey, you I never watched? But yeah, good, good show. Uh, the, definitely right. early seasons are better, I think. Yeah. But, you know, it's at the, we're at the finish line. And then I also was debating for this for my swoon occupation. I've been watching Live Rescue a lot. Basically, they have, like, these camera crews going with, like, these emergency, like, first responders. So, like, EMT, like, paramedic EMT is, like, the fire department. And some of them, oh my god, some of them are so handsome. It's just like, so, I'm just saying, they're like, seems oh like god. Bondi Beach for you. It does. It really does seem like that. <laughs> but yeah, a great <laughs> round of content. Let's do a quick, quick, quick September intentions because we are celebrating September and it can be weird because we're not in school. So let's set some specific intentions as if we were starting a new phase because we're all starting new phases every day because we love to reflect here on the Her Life Vlogcast. Let's each just do one. <laughs> one intention that we were trying to set. I'm going to start us off with my one, just one of my September intentions that I'm setting officially right now. Unfamiliarity does not need to mean automatic stress. I think so often I'm like, Ooh, this doesn't feel normal. Like I'm not, this is a new feeling. This is a new, whatever, a new transition, a new, whatever. And that just ultimately leads to so much stress. But, like, that doesn't need to be. I think I've just made that habit for myself where it's like, oh, if I don't know what to expect, I'm stressed about it. But it can be, oh, I don't know what to expect. I'm excited about it. We've always like that. said that. You know what I mean? So I think that's something, especially now when it's everything's unfamiliar, especially starting this new school year, I have to keep reminding myself of that all September long. And you guys are going to hold me accountable. Emma, what can I help you be held accountable for this month? Prioritizing. And I think that goes along with any type of category. It could be with work, prioritizing tasks like that, or it could be also prioritizing myself in general, prioritizing relationships, et cetera. I think I just have to, I think to your point, like not stress about the little things and just like, it, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of like, what's important to you that day. That's a great one. Hannah, how about you? <clears throat> yeah, similar. Um, just focus on like the important things and not get in my head about a lot of it. It's like bouncing off of yours. I just like with all this time, like I, you know, sometimes it's like too much time is bad because you just sit and think about like all these things, but just focus on like getting into a routine and like getting focusing on what makes me happy and what can better myself. Yeah. Great intentions. I'm excited to hold each other accountable and to make September a great month for all three of us. Okay. Let's dive into the Labor Day part of the Labor Day special. I'm really excited, you guys. Okay. As you know, we're celebrating Labor Day weekend this weekend. I hope everyone's having a good one as you're listening on a beach somewhere, on a boat, at a picnic, socially distanced, whatever the case may be. I hope you're enjoying it. We wanted to talk a little bit about our respective career goals since we're celebrating labor and work in general. And also how, and we've mentioned this a bit so far, just how we're kind of reframing our approach to work in all aspects of of the term. 
So just a little background for you guys. Labor Day, the unofficial end to summer, is a federal holiday that comes around every year, first Monday of September. The point is to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of these United States of America. Of course, the labor movement led to efforts that stopped child labor, give health benefits, and provide aid to workers who were injured or retire retired, all that kind of stuff. To me, as I was reflecting and prepping for today's episode, all of this was to say, Labor Day is all about, I think, recognizing the humanity of individual workers, right? When we get too caught up in, oh, this, there's a job to be done and da-da-da-da, that's when we forget to like give people time off or like breaks to drink water. Like That's where the problems lie. When we forget that these are individual people who are sacrificing something, whether it's time with family or self-care or something to be at that job and to do the work that needs to be done to make America what it is, in whatever respect that is. If it's a barista, if it's a CEO, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? The point is there are sacrifices on an individual level that are made. And I think Labor Day, in the broadest of terms, was meant to remind us of that and to ensure by law that that humanity is respected in some baseline ways. All good things, can't be mad about that. So that's I think what we want to kind of focus on for the purposes of this episode to kind of take a step back. Yes, talk about what we want to do for our lives, but also talk about why that's important to us as individual people. And I think just to remind ourselves, because I think all of us now are kind of starting to enter into this work workers mindset that we were like, employed individuals or student to be and as opposed to student like it's an interesting interesting transition and I think we're all figuring out slash about to figure out how that's going to work for us so I think it'll be really helpful for each of us to just kind of step back process celebrate Labor Day and talk about why it's important you with me yeah okay so let's just start off in terms of post-grad jobs what are you doing what field are you entering do you want to be entering and most importantly, why do you think it is worthy of your labor on a regular basis? I'll start. <laughs> I, announcement, I just, I'm officially entering the public relations field. I'm very excited about Congratulations. I recently accepted an internship, which maybe not ideal that it's an internship, but a foot in the door is a foot in the door, and I'm excited about it, at a fashion PR firm in New York. It's a cute little boutique agency, very small, which I think I'll be able to wear a lot of hats and really experience a lot of it. I'm in the social media department, which is right up my alley, so I'm feeling great about that. But, and what I'm about to tell you is something that I kind of honed for the interview processes that I've been going through the past few months of like, why do you want to work in PR? I was like, oh, let's tell you why. But like, honestly, it's very true, and I want to share it because it's, it's true. I studied in school English and communication. I double majored. Those are my two concentrations. And I think they really merged well, specifically for public relations and that I like English because I like storytelling. And I think it's really cool to see how a story can be written. words on a page. Like Emma was saying, even with the book, like words on a page can make you feel in your soul. That is cool that like words can do that. I know that's like so lame, but I'm so into English. Like it's just cool. I like <laughs> literature. And studying that was very fulfilling to me. But also communication on a wider scale, talking about how those messages can be distributed to the masses and ultimately shape culture. You know what I mean? That's what my communications coursework taught me is that culture is actively being shaped by the messaging that people are producing. And I think that's sometimes just taken as a given, but there's so much work and labor that goes into that process that just shapes us every single day without us even recognizing it. So the mixing of those two things, you know, shaping culture and being influenced by it on a regular basis, plus very active storytelling is what PR does, right? Like we're taking a brand or a company and we are shaping a story to feed to the public, to sell a product maybe, or to get an event to be super successful, but also to kind of, to shape the narrative in a way and, and to influence culture. Do you know what I mean? Like if a pair of jeans sells, it's not just the jeans selling. It's like, what do the jeans mean to the culture? There's something cool about that. It's English, it's communication, it's mixing, and I think I'm so excited to like actually apply it. Cheers I to would you! Hire you right there. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. I think it'll be a very, I don't know. I'm just really. It's gonna be cool. PR, but also that being said, ultimate goal is not to be in PR forever. Spoiler alert. Sorry, Anthony, because I didn't tell them this, but like I want to be Kelly Ripa. You understand this? I need a talk show. That is my ultimate. This is just for fun right now. Because no one's going to give me a talk show. I'm 22. 
Never you say never. never. Yeah. That's why we have this. This is our talk show for the time being. I can't wait to make money for it. Oh, but still, but also like talk show, still English, storytelling, creating narratives, and communication, understanding how those messages are being quite literally broadcast to the world and shaping cultural narratives. That's cool. I can't wait to do it. Can regular guests on your talk show? Yeah. I'll be like, and now for the Her Life segment. <laughs> I'm Hannah. I'm like, it's going to be great. Okay, who wants to go okay. now? Let's talk about labor. Sure, I'll go. So I'll be in like kind of like a cybersecurity, no, like I will be in a cybersecurity role. Um, I haven't started Ooh. yet, end of January. So have some time to prepare. I don't know exactly what I'll be doing specifically, mm-hmm. but from what I gather, it's like working with clients, companies on like how to best protect them from cyber threat, which is a very much growing problem, like especially with all this technology that's keep evolving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that like one of the reasons why I was so excited for this job is because you get to help people. Yeah, sure. It's like a company that you're helping, but like if that company were to get hacked, you know, you see what that can do to the people down working for that company and like their livelihood. And I'm just excited to like get to, to form these relationships and learn a lot that can help me in my professional career and my personal career too. Like I can help I don't know, like just develop these skills that I'll be able to have. So I'm really excited to work. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, it's important to stay protected online. And I think that's a lot of things that people don't necessarily learn and it's still not really being that taught in school, I guess. And so it's also what I studied in school. So I'm excited to be going into that. And it's definitely worthy of my labor to help myself, my family and like others and protect the world <laughs> that's dramatic right exactly. you know. no you literally are protecting the world i'm <laughs> secure baby <laughs> yeah. it's so like isn't it fun? like i just love to like hear you talk this is so cool i don't know i'm Thank just very oh hand thanks that's my labor girl whatever you know <laughs> okay and now emma spolty tell us about your labor sure I do research for consumer goods that you kind of find on the shelf of like your everyday grocery store, CVS, et cetera. So primarily working with food, beverage, and like household companies. And initially I was drawn to this position because one, I studied psychology. So I was always interested in like the research aspect of really kind of just understanding and just learning any topic in general and kind of really doing like a deep dive starting from like point A and then all going all the way to like point Z, I guess, if that's what, yeah, sure, why not? Just because, you know, research takes a lot of time, but I was also interested in doing something that I love and I do love learning about food, et cetera. So I thought this was like the perfect mesh for that. So I do a lot of their project management stuff, but I find it really fun when there's like really new projects that we have that we're doing um, and we kind of get to see the behind the scenes of like products that are going to be on shelves and then of course like when they finally come on shelves and like you see it in person you're like oh my gosh I worked on that so it's really it's really cool it's really interesting but I think I've like also realized that I think similar to what you said Rachel it's like obviously I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life I still have like also a great affinity of wanting to help people and not that I'm not helping people in my role right now but it's kind of having that in-person contact with another individual so um, I definitely want to get my graduate degree in either social work or school counseling I'm still doing like my research on that because you guys know I do love my mental health you know you do and I think I've learned a lot too that it's it's like your first position. It's not going to be like all happy and like, oh, dandy, which I mean, it definitely should. You have to talk to like your supervisors when it comes to that point and kind of know what you want in life. But it's all I think about trial and error and that you're, you'll always be learning something from like your previous job or something like you could always apply it to what you want to do in the future. Yeah. It's just you kind of have to take that leap at some point but yeah I think I've also realized that I know a lot of people say like you should separate your personal life and your work life but I think in order to live a happy life you have to interweave them in a balanced way 
yeah, that's what's something I've been like kind of struggling with, I guess, and like kind of staying motivated in work. So that's what I've been working on and kind of balancing that personal and that work life. (laughs) Yeah. No, and Hannah and I talk about this all the time and tell like you're you're a year for anyone also that doesn't know, like Emma's a year ahead of us age one. Like she graduated a year (laughs) ahead of us. So I feel like we you and I, Hannah, learn so much just from Emma's maneuvering through finding a job and then getting the job and then dealing with all of this stuff that comes up once you actually get the job. You know what I mean? So we're kind of like a few steps behind and it's just I, I mean, I can't tell you how helpful it's been just to kind of watch you go through it. And yeah, I don't know. I just appreciate it. And we always say like, I appreciate how open you are about how you're feeling and just how transparent you've been through the, through all of these processes, because I think it's so helpful to, to us and to anybody listening, obviously, you know what I mean? Because it's not always great and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's not always going to be okay. Okay, and but you have to kind of talk to people around you, talk to people at work before it becomes a problem right. that you don't want to end up leaving the company or etc. Right. So totally, just like all right, you can't let it fester. Exactly, don't it's let it fester. Twenty-four hour rule. Exactly. The things <laughs> you learn, man. I'm telling you. No, that's really great. I think these are all very worthy types of labor, and I'm proud of both of you for doing that. This is really great, guys. I feel so alive. Anything else we want to say just about Labor Day or the labor we want to do? I feel like we touched on a lot of things, like all the things I kind of wanted to get as takeaways we've we've reached, which is kind of like, I don't know, enjoy it. I feel like there's a lot to learn always. Also, a full circle that just came to me now. You saw it on my face. We talked in the beginning of this episode how like September is so weird, right? We're not in school anymore. The official structured learning is over. But that doesn't mean that like informal types of learning aren't happening all of the time. And I think these new chapters that we are beginning are still our school. We're just not sitting in a classroom. And also nobody's sitting in a classroom because of the COVID. Uh, <laughs> so like we're doing fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, we are on Zoom, so it might as well be in class, you know? It's class. We're learning. This the is class, class of Life Baby brought to you by the Her Life Blogcast. Thank you for listening. Before we end, I have something to ask you guys about Labor Day. This is a kind of a game of X and O, but it's kind of a stretch to say that X means X, it's not a rule. O means, oh, you better believe this is a hard and fast rule. No white after Labor Day. How do we feel? Emma, you, you start it off because I kind of piggyback sure. off of you. Um, I'm going to say X only because I've never, okay, I only associate this word or this phrase with white pants for some reason. No, I agree. I, I agree. agree. Your homegirl doesn't wear white pants, okay? I don't know what it is. Really? I just don't look, I don't, I don't know. I just. I feel like you're so tan. You would both look so good in white pants. It's a goddamn shame. Thank you. Thank you. But would you wear a skinny white or like a mom? Oh, I think. Here's my thing though. This might, I don't think this is a hot take. I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. Like skinny jeans, I don't think are the vibe anymore. I haven't worn a pair of skinny jeans since 2019 i've been doing boyfriend jeans only and that's also like i've worn jeans five times since she doesn't you know what i mean like there hasn't been a lot of jean wearing because of the pandemic and quarantine but skinny jeans are out so the only white pants i have are skinny white pants and so i think that's just out you know what i want i dream of a pair of white linen pants oh oh, that's like I would yeah. feel like the most elegant. You need to bring that to Long Island. Like, I feel like that's like a right? Long Island, like Hamptons type of, like you, you made it if you're wearing I those pants. We're dancing. White pants in the... Oh! Yeah, no, I feel it. I don't have a pair of white linen pants. I haven't worn my white pants all summer, so it's interesting that like none of us are wearing white pants. I also think this counts for like a white dress, like a white sundress. I'm going to have to X. I think that's, you can't do that anymore. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, like, so I, the same way, like, Emma, I don't have, never worn white pants. White's not a very flattering color on me, even, I mean, like, if I'm tan, yes, but, but like, also it also just, like, makes you, me look kind of, you know, just, ugh, you know, I don't like it, so. Why wear white when you could wear a dark denim and feel? Or black, you know, like, black is slimming, I look good, it's fine. I've only ever You can't my- spill anything on a white shirt, you know what I'm saying? Right. Sorry. I'm, like, a haphazard when I eat, so. Anyway, yeah, I've only ever worn white dresses 
for like themed parties where it's like a whiteout party or like a sweet 16 it's like all wear white and like yeah. you know like we're on a cruise when you have like the whiteout party so yeah I mean like I could see like the whole holiday like you know some people bring back I feel like the white pants for that but ultimately like it's dark colors like you yeah. gotta just switch so but it's... don't you love a nice white sweater oh yes like for the sweaters I'm all here for it <laughs> not the important pants. sweater distinction yes absolutely okay the pants okay, are okay. like dresses i would say x I think okay, it's, yeah. okay yeah yeah honestly the rule okay. has nothing to do with the color the rule has to do with the style if it's a summer style if you have like a very blatantly summery dress frankly you, you shouldn't be wearing that because the weather's getting cold i don't know about you guys it was like 30 <laughs> degrees today yeah it's been so cold like the last oh, really? days. my pool's been freezing but where are you like are you <laughs> Did you go to the Bahamas and just, like, it's friggin' hot. Like, what it's are you humid. No, it it's is. It's humid, yeah. We've all been sweating this entire episode. Who are we kidding? But it's yeah. general. It's getting. It's been cool. Like, it felt like such a fall day yesterday because it, was, it yeah. was, like, crisp feeling in the air. Yeah, I think the ultimate <laughs> distinction for the wearing white after Labor Day is live your truth and do what your soul feels. So I'm not going oh. to what you can wear. Sure that honestly. You know? Okay, that's really all I have to say. Anybody else have any final closing remarks or Labor Day wishes for the Her Life audience? No. All right. So let's kind <laughs> of. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, be sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Feel free to rate and review. We really appreciate it. You can also find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. And if you feel like sharing an, an IGTV or 12, like share them. You know what I mean? We always, that's always good. We want to go viral. I feel like our content is great. Let's have people see it. For our blog posts, go to www.herbloglife.online. For behind the scenes videos of our recordings like this one, just search Rachel Malik on YouTube. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-M-A-L-A-K on YouTube. As always, thank you for listening. I'm Hannah Legerfo. I'm Emma Spaulding. And I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast. <laughs> <laughs>